Good morning. Happy New Year. That's, that's a lot of enthusiasm. We're, we're starting it off strong. Thank you for the youth group. Heavenly Father, we're so enthused, Lord God, to be here in this beginning of 2021. As we look forward to all that you have for us this year, Lord God, we want to begin this service, this first service of the year, with worship and praise. Lord, bringing a sacrifice of praise to lift your name up high, Jesus. And we pray your anointing over the worship and your anointing over the word, Lord, as we bless you today. And we pray that your presence be felt, Lord, your presence be heavy in this place this morning, as it always is. In your name we pray. Amen. so he does not lie. He is not human, so he does not change his mind. Has he ever spoken and failed to act? Has he ever promised and not carried it through? Listen, I received a command to bless. God has blessed and I cannot reverse it. Numbers 23, 19 through 20. Let us bring the sacrifice of praise to our Lord and Savior.
here I am.
God, in this place today. It is so precious. You know, you can come and, and miss the Spirit of God, I know, because for years I stood in this church and I didn't feel what I feel now. But He is here. I truly believe that God has spectacular things in store for this year. I, I can't believe anything else. And when I heard that I can hear the, the sound of, or do you hear the brush of angels' wings? I, I just felt so strongly. And I know, you know, you agree. I want to see the Lord move in, in tangible ways such that you can hear the brush of angels' wings as, as, as the spiritual breaks through into the physical. And I believe that's going to happen, but we ended with, here I am. I give all myself to you. Let your spirit work through me. I don't want to be on the sidelines of what God does. I want to be involved and I want to be wholly available to him. To let the Spirit work through me to do whatever it is He has in store this coming year. And that is available to each and every one of us. His presence is here. But I do see and I do believe in miraculous things coming. Mom sent me a, a prophetic message of a man named Kent Christmas, and in it he said that the Lord says that a harvest is coming. And he said he's going to be all things to all men, and, and, and that means for some it's going to be terror, it's going to be a curse. For others it's going to be joy and celebration, a harvest, so that whatever has been sowed is going to be reaped in the, in the years directly ahead. And those who have sown iniquity are going to reap iniquity. And those who have sown in the spirit and in the kingdom of God are going to reap mightily joy and celebration. And so it's, it's uh, there are such, you know, spiritual rumblings going on. I think, I think that is a blessing for God's church. <coughs> You know, we're never guaranteed a heads up that God is on the move, that, 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 that the times are near. But I think he's merciful in giving his church that heads up. And so if for those of us who maybe have been a little bit on the sidelines, we have a great opportunity to recognize that the Lord is on the move. And he has some things in store directly ahead. And we can be fully used. We can say, here I am. Let your spirit work through me. I give all myself to you and hold nothing back. I certainly myself don't see any reason to hold anything back at this point. There's not much of this world that I see that I like enough to reserve myself for it. But I am thankful Oh, it was such a joy to feel the presence of God here today. Such a blessing and an honor. 
but I'm ready to see him move. I'm ready to see him move. I'm sure you are too. In the physical, in the tangible, just like he has been moving so mightily here each week, in the spiritual. But I know that the Lord has something he wants us to hear this morning, and I'm thankful for that. Father, we just ask that your presence would fall upon us to hear, Lord, your word. Fall upon me this morning, Lord, to deliver it in a way that pleases you, in a way that encourages hearts, Lord, and meets needs, and causes people to look to you, the source of all things, and our Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> All of a sudden, I'm croaky. <clears throat> In 2 Kings chapter 7 and verse 1, Then Elisha said, Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, Tomorrow, about this time, just 24 little hours, a measure of fine flour will be sold for a shekel, and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gates of Samaria. The Lord on whose hand the king leaned answered and said, Ha! Behold, if the Lord would make windows in heaven, might this thing be possible? And Elisha said, Ha! Behold, <laughs> thou shalt see it with thine eyes, but thou shalt not eat thereof. So the setting of this scripture was dire straits, if there ever was dire straits described. The Israelites had been captured by their enemy army, the Syrians, and the Syrians were literally starving them to death. They had eaten all of their animals to survive, and now they were eating each other's children. They were completely and utterly trapped and controlled by their enemy with no escape in sight. Even the king of Israel turned on the prophet of God and blamed Elisha for their plight, and he set out a plot to kill the prophet. But Elisha, being full of the Spirit of God, knew of the plot and he gave that prophecy that I just read in the midst of the worst devastation about the abundance of food that was going to be available within 24 hours. It sounds like a bold and impossible statement to any, anybody's ears it would. Elisha prayed and he asked God to blind the army and God did so. And then the Lord made the Syrians hear the noise of a great host of chariots and horses. And the Syrians surmised that the captain, the king of Israel must have hired all the surrounding nations to war against them because of what they heard. So Syria fled in fear and left everything in the city behind 
and the Israelites spoiled the city, including all the food they needed. The prophecy was fulfilled exactly like Elisha had prophesied it would be. And the man on whose arm the king leaned, the one that said, oh, this couldn't possibly happen, he was trampled at the gate by all the hungry Israelites storming the city to get the food, and he died without having a bite. And now if you would turn to the book of Isaiah 41, chapter, uh, verse 17. And while you're turning there, I spoke with Brother Skip Kincaid this week, three times actually, and sometimes he calls and every, every few weeks, sometimes it's a couple of months, but this time it was three times in two days. And he said, Sis, what are you preaching this morning, this Sunday? And I told him, and he said, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's what he always says, but that's what he said. So what is the Lord saying to us about this message and his provision for his people? Isaiah 41, 17 through 20. When the poor and needy seek water, and there is none, and their tongue fails for thirst, I, the Lord, will hear them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. I will open rivers in high places and fountains in the midst of the valleys. I will make the wilderness a pool of water and the dry land springs of water. I will plant in the wilderness the cedars, the acacias, the myrtles, the olive trees, the cypress, the elms, and the boxwoods, that they may see and know and consider and understand together that the hand of the Lord has done this, and the Holy One of Israel hath created it. Are you seeking his hand to move in your life? I know I am. Are you seeking his hand to move in our country? Of course we all are. In Isaiah 43, 19, behold, I'm about to do something new. Even now it is coming. Do you not see it? Indeed, I will make a way in the wilderness and streams in the desert. God hasn't changed his mind. His word remains steadfast and clear. And in 2021, though Satan has fought hard and long, there's a change coming, a new thing. 
Last week we said it's time to say a thing, to declare it. Today, I am declaring that Satan's reign is broken. In the natural and in the spiritual. And that the word of the Lord has arisen in power within the remnant of the church. That God's hand will pull in the lost, our own children and grandchildren, that there will be immediate healing for the sick and that he will provide for the needy. Amen. And I'm closing with this. The other night, I was upstairs getting ready for bed. It was probably 8, 8.30, and I heard a very loud noise outside that I couldn't, under, I couldn't identify what it was. I thought maybe it was an explosion or a thunderclap, but it had to have been directly over the house, and I looked outside, and I couldn't see any evidence of any clouds or anything wrong. And I just stood there a minute looking out the window. And as sure as I'm standing here talking to you this morning, the Holy Spirit whispered in my ear, don't worry. The Lord will take care of it with just the flick of his finger. Just the flick of his finger. That went through me like a lightning bolt. Because in Exodus, he gave the law to Moses by writing on the tablets of stone with his finger. In Psalm chapter 8, verse 3, he ordained the path of the moon and the stars with his finger. In Mark 7, 32, he opened the ears of the deaf with his finger. In Luke 11 and 20, he cast out the demons with his finger. In John 8 and 6, he extended grace to the woman who was caught in adultery, riding in the sand with his finger. In Daniel 5, he takes down kings and kingdoms, and he lifts up kings and kingdoms with his finger. What looks hopeless and helpless to man, impossible in our own thinking, requires just the flick of his finger to bring change. He brought food to starving Israel in 24 hours. Only God could do a feat like that. In that list of things that I read to you, he brought justice. He brought creativity. 
healing, deliverance, salvation, righteousness, all in the power of his finger. Do you need these things this morning? You know, we're not a beaten down people by any means, but we have a God that sits on the throne of this world that controls it with the flick of his finger. Oh, I just thank the Lord for this thought and this message that tied together the rivers in high places and the fountains in the desert. Only God, only God. Jesus, we just ask you to point your finger now at our country, our precious country, Lord. And with the flick of your finger, set up the righteousness and the justice and the creativity, Lord, because we can't even possibly figure out how you could bring this about. But you have your ways, and you set up kings and kingdoms with just the flick of your finger. Lord, you bring in the lost, and you give them mercy and justice, just riding in the sand with your finger. Bring in our children and our grandchildren, Lord, and let them know your mighty love and power. Do it among us in this new year, the new thing, Lord, that you're going to do, because you've broken the back of Satan. Oh, we love you today, Lord Jesus. We thank you for what you are doing and what you are going to do among us. In Jesus' name we ask. Hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs>